we might pull him in and out sometimes with the show. Okay, um, cool. But, all right, cool. Well, how was podcast movement? Yeah, a ton of fun. Um, I was I was actually kind of breaking it down for someone else because we've this year we've actually um, exhibited or sponsored uh, three events. We're going to be doing um, go to VinCon as well, but we did. Um, you know, Podfest, uh, and then we did Podcast Movement Evolutions, and we, then we did Podcast Movement. And it's like with each event, it feels like we get new. How do I say it? Like, not not direct ROI. I mean, we did with we did with all three, but like you know, we went into, for example, Podfest being like, yes, we want to sign up people, and we did, which was awesome. And then Podcast Movement Evolution, I found was like really really great event to create even more industry um, connections, and you know, it was really really great for networking. Uh, and so that was like you know the second event, and that was the, the thing that we added. And the third event with Podcast Movement, what we added was just having this really awesome place for our community to to, you know, to congregate. Um, so we did a couple of meetups with Capshovians. Um, it was just, and we had Monty Mosbelli, our sloth there. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, everybody, and welcome into Vision Pros Live. I'm your host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. And I am really excited for an extra special episode right now. Now, many of you know our sponsors are Icon Maker Live and Cap Show, which I'm going to go into in just a second. But our newest guest, who I'm hosting today, Deidre Shin, is our is the founder of Cap Show, and I've got her on the show today. So um, without further ado, let me talk about these sponsors real quick. So Icon Maker Live, we just passed that experience. It was all last week in Charleston, South Carolina and virtually, and it was a smashing success. Uh, super excited about that. Go check out on the social media channels, First Class Business, as well as Icon Maker Live, what the event looks like, how it felt. Um, about three weeks ago, there was about 65 people signed up for this event. Um, and actually, in fact, one week prior to the event, it was roughly the same. We ended up with 300 attendees for this event and Tom Matson and Cheryl Pluff and the rest of the team absolutely threw down. I have never seen somebody run a mastermind as effectively as Tom did. He kept everybody on point. He made sure everybody was getting a ton of value up, up, up at it. Anybody who kind of started to trail off a little bit, he was very respectful, but, but very quick to bring them back onto point. Um, the, the, the amount of people who were just blown away by this, including myself and how well they orchestrated the event and growth and helping people learn about podcasting and doing podcasting the right way. Um, I just couldn't believe how well it went. And plus, this was the first event that all of us as leaders had ever done together. No one in the room had ever done an event together. We've seen each other at past events, but nobody had come together to establish an event. It was phenomenal. So keep an eye out for the next Icon Maker Live that happens. Make sure to check out what, what Cheryl Pluff and, and Tom and Danella and Jeff are all putting together over there. It was phenomenal. Now, another phenomenal resource that I absolutely love is, of course, Capshow. We use that to make sure that every show that we upload, we we get great content out of our show. So imagine, you know, I've, I've done the show. Now we got to put notes together. We've got to make sure that we get social posts out about it. I mean, it, it's a lot. It's hard to really think like, all right, do I want to keep the same title or do I want to change it? Um, what sound bites do we gather out of here to give people a taste of what the show looks like? like? That stuff takes me for 
ever to think through and do. And with Cap Show, it's a simple click of the button. We're able to upload our episode to um, <clears throat> to Cap Show, and then we're able to just click buttons to be able to get the type of content that we want. It is a super fast process of getting dozens of pieces of content that we can then edit in order to create a masterpiece. Or if you're not as picky about how things turn out, you can actually just click, 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 click and get it done. They say progress is far more important than perfection. And I agree with that. I watched that with Jake Larson at Video Power Marketing. I've learned to start doing that myself and I've seen the depth that it gives us for our distribution to be able to attract audiences and bring people in. Capshow is an amazing tool. And even if you don't have a podcast, in fact, I would say, especially if you don't have a podcast, it's an incredibly important tool to utilize. I would dive into it sooner than later because you can take any video that you've done. If you've ever done a point and shoot presentation, if you've ever been filmed at a conference giving a presentation, take those episodes, upload them to Capshow and allow Capshow to do its magic so you can see just how well it can replace baseline uh, copywriters and then allow your copywriter to just perform the magic of editing and making that content so much better. It's so important to give them the chance to see how your brain works, how you articulate what it is that you do rather than trying to write from scratch. I cannot stress that enough. So Capture is a phenomenal tool to be able to do that with. And last, but of course not least, the water project right here. I'm going to try to hold it right here in my hands. Uh, the water project is a phenomenal opportunity to give back to people in serious need. So while we have the luxury of choosing whether we want to take Labor Day off or not, the people affected by uh, by the lack of water in Africa, the lack of good, clean drinking water, they don't get to take a day off. Um, you know, this this little uh, this child, for instance, um, who's finally happy to have clean drinking water. Uh, well, that comes about by people making dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, or perhaps more donations to these projects where you actually get to see what community is going to be affected. You get to see the community come together to build their drinking water. I mean, look at this glass of lemonade in this little girl's hand. That is not lemonade. That is bad water. That's what they have to drink when they don't have people who are able to contribute and help them build what's called a borehole well or a sand dam or or a number of different types of of water gathering systems they have. So please, if you've got in your heart to give a dollar or five dollars to this project, we highly recommend it. The Water Project is one of my absolute favorite charities to support. So without further ado, again, I'm so happy and excited to have the founder of Capshow on board because I should have thought about creating a concept this long ago myself. I did not, but I could have never delivered it with as much power and with as, as an amazing of a culture as Deidre has. So Deidre, thank you so much for being on our show. And uh, welcome to Vision Pros Live. Hello, Jackson. Thank you so much for having me on here. I am honored to be here with you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, without further ado, I've made my claims about Cap Show and what Cap Show can do. But for the sake of our audience, who do you think should be listening right now? Why should they yeah. listen to you? And what are they going to get out of today's show? Yeah, so, you know, Capture was built really quite specifically for expert-based entrepreneurs. Uh, and we're so passionate about serving uh, this group of people because we know that each and every one of you have a message that you want to get out there. Um, each and every one of you have a message sometimes that, because I've been through this, by the way, uh, which is the reason why I created Cap Show, that is, we might, it might be struggling to get out there. It's not getting much reach. You know, we're not able to build our audience. And that's what we're here to help with. Uh, we are here to help expert-based entrepreneurs repurpose and market their content so that they can build their audience amplify the message, build their audience and reach more people. Um, that's what we're really passionate about. 
Yes, I love it. And well, let's let's well, for those who are watching right now, you might think Deidre is 18 years old because she looks so super young. At the same time, we're talking to somebody who's the creator of Content Dripping. She's the host of Grow My Podcast Show, where you can go learn about how to amplify your podcast and make it even better. She's a 2023 honoree of the 100 women to know in America. Um, I mean, she's got accolades because of all the businesses she's built. So uh, you're a serial entrepreneur having founded seven businesses and mm -hmm. five industries. Is that correct? It It is. Now, not all of them have succeeded. Let's <laughs> just put that out there, but uh, not for lack of trying. Um, but yes, it's, you know, I started in hospitality, um, went into um, technology, agency work, uh, coaching. Gosh, I'm just like rattling off almost every industry <laughs> because, <laughs> cause, you know, I tried everything. You know, you said at the beginning that progress is more important than perfection. And that is very much what um, I, that's pretty much our whole ethos and why I've just been doing a lot until you know i've i've this is the thing now that we're so passionate about really building i love it and some of my greatest failures in business have been some of the greatest lessons mm -hmm. that i've learned about what i need to do next time um in yes. my enterprise so it sounds like you've had some of that experience too i'm so grateful you don't you don't hide that as so many people want to shy away from that conversation those are the those are the depths of wisdom that help us learn how to move our mountains, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. I mean, I, there is a part of me that even as I said, I'm like, oh gosh, this is going to sound really terrible even in my head. Um, but, you know, I I live by this, um, this ethos now when if something feels scary or there's a, there's a reason why I don't want to do it, I have to do it anyway. So even saying things like, yeah, I have failed miserably in some things uh, in the past, to do that. I don't want to say that. And so I know that I have to say it and do it. That's the only yeah. way that we can push through and make progress. Absolutely. Hey, I'll tell you what, I don't know anybody who knows that you should wear sunblock until you get sunburned, <laughs> uh, like I am right now. Like those are the moments where you're like, oh my gosh, like I should definitely remember my sunscreen yes. next time. So <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing in uh, the Austin, Texas sun this weekend? You know, uh, so Charleston, uh, South oh, Carolina, the, okay. we were at the, the Icon Maker Live and, uh, you know, to celebrate the victory. So we were, our goal was to have seven people sign up for the program at this event. Mm. We had 37. <gasps> That's amazing. It went wow. so well. And wow. uh, so the next day, you know, whether we had had one or we had had 37, it's important to celebrate how hard everybody worked, right? So mm. Tom Jeffrey, uh, Tom Matson, Dwayne Jeffries, and Tom's son, Tyler, and I, we all went sailing afterwards. Nice. Um, so I went sailing and we went dolphin watching and yep. Hence the, yeah. the extra vitamin D. Um, so. <laughs> All right. So let's look here. Awesome. So in 30 seconds, what's your vision for those that you serve, DJ? Mm, okay. So my vision um, for those, as I said, who I'm serving are um, expert-based entrepreneurs. And my vision is simply for them to, as I, like, yeah, I guess I'm just going to reiterate myself, is to amplify their message reach more of their audience and build their movement. Um, that is, yeah, that's the end game is just how can I just help more expert-based entrepreneurs get their very, very important messages out there. Awesome. Let's dive in a little deeper on that then. Um, mm -hmm. So with what end? Um, they want to get their message out there. What are some of the things that that will lead to for their lives? 
Well, it's not even, I mean, the, the ripple effect of being able to, for them to help people, because, you know, a lot of these, a lot of expert-based entrepreneurs, and, and I know that there's, you know, a bit of a love-hate relationship with the, whether coaching, consulting, you know, even providing services, right? There are some bad eggs out there, yes, um, some who are still trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, they're aligned by, I believe, by one main purpose, at least by and large, and I choose to be optimistic about this, is that they're aligned in wanting to make an impact on who it is that they know that they can make an impact on. And so if you can imagine that these people who have a very specific audience and can make that impact, they're not just impacting, obviously, improving their own lives, hopefully, but also hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people that they are helping to serve. And can you imagine with that, um, whether it's in, you know, financial health, as in business or personal, whether it's in actual health, whether that's in wellness, like those impacts, they're so key to to every, not just for them, but also to their families and to the people that they're being surrounded by. That ripple effect is huge. And that's why I so, so believe in who it is that we're serving. I love it. Some people would call that altruistic and I call it truth. Mm. Um, you know, and, and once you've seen the effects of that, it's amazing. A, a video power marketing, you know, we, when I started with Jake, it was like 30 days later where I realized, oh my gosh, we have 70,000 people per month all over the world coming to see what this is about. And maybe there's some kid in Sri Lanka who doesn't have a whole lot, who buys this course, has a 100% money back guarantee, but maybe within two to three years, he's got an agency more powerful than ours. Mm. Like how cool would that be? That would be amazing. So yeah. Sean Murphy, we just hosted him. He had 2000 followers in December. He has 167,000 followers now on Facebook. And he's got one video where he's reading his favorite scriptures and it's, it's got over 10 million views. Like that, that's a massive impact, something that he knows is super important. So mm -hmm. yeah, you're, you're well on your way doing that. You're empowering so many of us to be able to get our message out there and help so many more people. And there's just, there's just truth in mm -hmm. that power. So thank you for coming up with this concept. How did you come up with Capture? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a, a story. It's a little bit of a journey. Um, so, uh, you know, I've had great businesses and I've had businesses that haven't been so great. Uh, some of my great businesses have been in, even in hospitality where I started, we grew our, we had a, we had dessert bars. We grew those to five locations in Sydney. Uh, we had burger restaurants, which we grew to two locations, uh, you know, Huge, huge success. Um, it was incredibly hard, I would say. You know, hospitality is not the industry the that hardest. I would encourage anyone to get into. <laughs> it's the hardest for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like trial by fire though, right? You know, I was kind of like first go at being an entrepreneur through, you know. Trial by lots of fire. Yes. Yeah, throwing in the deep end. It was just, it was it was great. But um, so uh, where that led though was, and, and I, and I firmly believe that every, there's a reason for everything um, that we do. And it's because of the journey that it, or the, the next step that it, it leads us to or takes us to. Um, so for me, and I'm just going to tell you my story uh, is basically end of 2018, um, we found out that one of our store managers, uh, the one of the store that was actually in the heart of the city. So it was, you know, grossing the most um, was actually had been stealing from us and he was stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars over you know a few years but it was a lot of money and it was kind of one of those moments where you know we were just like is this what we want to be doing it was one of those like snap out of it moments um that that we had and at that time actually I was exploring a fashion technology idea with my one of my now co-founders Bonner and I was just like you know what 
I don't like I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to have to be dealing with this. Um, I just I want to I've always wanted to live and work and experience, you know, being overseas, being in a different place. And so I was like, what better place is there than New York City for fashion technology? So you know what? We're gonna go. We're just gonna go. Um, and first it was my husband, one, one of our, my other co-founders, Ash and I, who made the decision to go. Uh, and then we spoke to Bono about it. And first we were trying to figure out, you know, we'll make it work. Northern Hemisphere hours, Southern Hemisphere hours. We'll just be open 24-7. Um, but then at the end of the day, I was just like, hey, do you just want to come as well? And we'll just figure it out. We'll just see what happens. Um, and so she did. And so we landed in New York 2019, mid-2019, um, which is really great timing. Uh, so what happened then was we hit the ground running just testing this idea, this fashion technology idea. Um, and we were going to like Columbia Uni campus. We we're going to NYU. We we're going to Wall Street. So our hypothesis was that college students or young professionals were who would might be interested in this idea. And what we pretty much after, I would say, four months, we uh, decided to throw the towel in. So that was one of our pretty much my first big, failure, I guess, which was, and it was a difficult one because as I said, like I, you know, we had somehow struck some level of success with our hospitality businesses. I was like, surely this can't be hard. <laughs> like, I don't know, you know, right. you just come into it with like a really warped mindset about some of these things. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, we looked at it and we looked at, you know, having with these conversations that we have, we were having with these women. And while it was a pain point that we were solving for, it just wasn't a big enough pain point that they would change their habits for. And knowing that it was like, we just didn't have the runway to be able to last long enough in order to change those habits. And so we decided to fail it. We failed that that idea and that business. and But what that led to, again, everything happens for a reason um, because right. at that time that we were speaking to women, we were also speaking to brands and boutiques who were going to have to be the other side of the marketplace. And so uh, as we were speaking to them, we knew that the number one thing that they needed help with was acquisition. That was the one thing that they were saying time and time again. And so what when we decided to fail the te fashion technology idea, we actually went back to them and were like, okay, we know that you need help with acquisition. What about if we kind of just try this somewhat more, I mean, we had a little bit of a different strategy, but a somewhat more traditional agency model to help you acquire more. And so in a way, we kind of fell into doing agency work and then COVID hit. And with that, I think we know a lot of people had to transition online. Yes. Uh, we transitioned into a, a coaching business that would help more um, e-commerce entrepreneurs uh, with their digital marketing sort of from the ground up. And so that's what we did. And that's when I launched my first podcast as well. And, you know, it was through that struggle of, it was kind of two things. One was like the struggle of myself having to figure out that, there's a lot more that goes into growing a podcast in order to grow, to get your message out there and to grow a business, right? There's so much more that goes into it than just hitting publish on a podcast. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then, but then there was also my clients at the time, they were all in e-commerce. Uh, so they all had product-based businesses. And I found a very common thing that they would, the reason why a lot of them went into that was because they could hide behind their product. And my message that I was trying to share with them was like, can't hide behind your product. You yeah. need to put yourself out there. You Right now, especially at the stage of business that they were at, the only differentiator that they have is themselves. The only right. differentiator that they have from like an Amazon or for any from anyone else that's selling a similar widget or clo 
you know, clothing line or anything is themselves. And so I was like, you have to go out there. You have to share your story. Um, They were like, oh, but I don't know how to. I get it, Deidre, but I don't know how to. And so that's actually what um, kind of inspired the first, the very, very, very original iteration of Capture, which is very different to what it is now. Um, But what it was back then when we launched in uh, end of 2020, what you know, 2021. <laughs> I was uh-huh. like, what you in 2023? So this was like 18-ish months ago. Um, we launched this very rudimentary um piece of software that basically just like stepped people through telling their stories. And then the software would take that and convert those answers into a bank of social media captions and emails. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so it was very di- it was a little bit different, right? And so at the time we were like we were like, oh my gosh, this is gonna, this is, this is like better than sliced bread. Everyone's gonna want this. You know, this is again the things that we tell ourselves, right? The stories right. that went to our head. <laughs> um, and we were like, all entrepreneurs are gonna want this, and they didn't. So we were like, and we were like, why is no one wanting this thing? And I remember it was early 2022, um, and I was talking to a coach of mine, and I was like. It's it's it must be our messaging. Something's not working. This is, and he was very patient, but also like very firm with us. And he was like, "It is not your messaging. Who are you actually targeting?" And we did the thing that a lot of us do when we get really excited about what we're doing. We had forgotten the fundamental, um, foundational piece of starting a business that I truly before I didn't really buy into it, but now having gone through the process, I do, um, I believe in that is we hadn't niched our audience. We weren't talking to one specific person. And so when he, he forced that realization on us in a way, and he was like, okay, who do you need to be speaking to who understands the power stories? Because at that time we were kind of by and large talking to e-commerce, um, you know, entrepreneurs, but the problem was that they, a lot of them didn't understand the power of telling stories. He's like, there's a lot that you have to break through in order to get them to the point of even then being like, oh, this is how Capture can help. So it was like, how can you just shortcut a lot of that? And I, so I went on this, you know, my, like, I was like, mentally and you know just broken down at that point and I was like okay I'm just gonna go for a walk (laughs) I remember like a 90 minute walk just to you know just running these questions and and things in my head and I came I I came to a point where I was like you know you get to those light bulb moments you're like but it was such a it's such a dirt like a dirt moment (laughs) like yeah of course right yeah it's so obvious and I was like well I'm a podcaster like I know the pains of marketing a podcast and amplifying my message and my voice podcasters are natural storytellers like that is what we do day in and day out of course it makes total sense to just speak to podcasters right and so that was what led us to the path that we're currently on with capture um and so yeah so that's that's how capture came about so we basically overhauled the product in the next over the next gosh like three to four months um and went live on or July 15th of 2022. Wow. Okay. I love that. There's so much to unpack in there. So the, you know, knowing, knowing your audience, knowing how to talk to your niche or your different niches, right? So that your voice is coming out more directly at a person. So that person can say, whoa, like that's me. Like she's talking to me. It's, it's so important to be able to do that. Um, and then of course, you know, there's, there's, 
a market, you know, you've got different layers of markets, but when you're going after the market that's completely unaware of the problem, like they, that, that's a very hard process. You have to intrigue them. You have to attract them to something that they don't even know exists. Um, it's not the same as somebody who's like, man, I want that Lexus. I'm going to do everything I can to get that Lexus, right? That, that person who's already of the mindset that like they need this is very different than somebody who you're teaching these concepts to it the first time. And then of course you have your heart, Deidre, like you guys wanted to be able to help people see the light, um, you know, like catch this. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing that you guys were able to make that pivot so fast though, um, you know, to realizing, cause some people, you know, you said four months, um, like some people hang on to that concept for four years. Yes. And they don't, they don't make the pivot even though they know they should. So, um, well done on, on moving fast and pivoting and, and getting that process. And, um, you know, there's, we're going to come back to a question later about what powerful lesson can other visionaries learn from your experience. Um, so I want to see if we can, uh, we'll either, if we'll either come back to that or if there'll be something else that comes to mind. I know there's a lot of wisdom in there, but first I want to dive into this question. So let's look ahead 15, 20, 30 years for you. Mm. What's your personal vision? Oh man, this is um this is a tough one for me. I am I I guess okay, I I know how it is I think in answer to this how I know how it is that I would want to feel, but I don't know if I would know exactly what that looks like tangibly, you know what I mean? Like I, I wish I could yeah. say like, oh, I'd be living, I don't know, on the <laughs> lake somewhere. I don't know. I actually have no idea. Sure. I can't even answer that. Um, I can't either. So it's a, <laughs> an unfair question. <laughs> yeah. But I do know that I think coming back to, you know, what it is that we want, you know, capture ultimately to become and it's really about the impact. Like I want to be able to know that I've impacted even just one person, you know, one person um, is just amazing. And, it, and obviously that just, you know, it, it kind of like gets a little bit addicting, right? It's like, oh, I impact one person. I want to be able to impact two and then and 10. So, you know, in 15, 20 years, I would love to have impacted thousands of lives. Mm, okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to raise that a little bit because I think you already are very close to doing that. And so speaking from my own personal heart, you guys have made a, a phenomenal impact on me and my business. Oh, I, I can't say that enough. Um, like I really can't. Um, I, I read raving fans years ago and I've done everything that I can to emulate and to build my businesses based on the process of creating super loyal customers. And there's so many little things that Capshaw is doing that takes my vision up a notch where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to implement that wow oh man we need to be doing that oh man this is great so let's let's keep in mind like many of you have been in communities uh where uh, you get into the community you get excited and you're hoping it's the right place to be and whether it's a leader who's just kind of seems absent you know and all of a sudden you're in this what was supposed to be a done for you or done with you program and it just feels alone um but it feels like you're alone in there with like hundreds of people you know it's like <laughs> man we got let's just all figure this out together with out them then i guess um and like that 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 experience happens so often online and then in addition to that then there's the ones who are there and you try to like showcase your own value because you got stuff to contribute to the group and they're like no not you you know you you're like getting in the way we're scared of you you know we, we think you're gonna do this that or the other like there's there's this like control factor that comes out and that's difficult so here i come into cap show and you know, we start utilizing the tool 
and you guys make room for Chris Cromwell, um, who's like phenomenal in this amazing light. And I come into y'all's first community session that I've been a part of, and you got all these jungle pictures in your backdrop, <laughs> you know, supporting the brand, and all these happy faces. And I got like a zillion questions about podcasting because I had no idea what I was doing with the show. I was just doing it. Mm-hmm. And you guys took me under your wing. And from Bonna to Ash to Chris to yourself to the community, everybody just embraced us and welcomed us, you know, thanked us for our contributions, uh, supported us in our really silly questions that I had. The, Jaime had the smart questions. I had the <laughs> really, really like simple ones. And you guys made super room for that. And then on top of that, like a week later, I happened to join right around the anniversary mark. Oh, and so yes. I get this like gift coming to my house. Um, and I'm like, whew, um, all right, cool. They get a gift coming. I, I open up the mail and it's got a sticker for my guitar, which I'm really happy about. Um, and and it had in there not only like, hey, we crossed the year mark and, you know, the what are those called? The coasters, which yes. my son was really happy to have his coaster. Um, and this one, you guys went ahead. Yes, that one. It's in my so kitchen. Cool. <laughs> yes, it is. And you guys went and gave my podcast its first review ever. Yes. And I was like, oh, man, they they you guys thought of all the right things to make us happy as your users. And, you know, I just I can't imagine um, all, all the other hundreds of people that have been involved in this process, not feeling the same way and also wanting to just do everything that they can to help Capshow grow because you guys care and you don't only care. You have not only an intent to help, but you have a strategic path to help. It's just brilliant. Thank so thank you. you. Oh, no, thank you. That, I was like, I'm almost, I'm tearing up because I'm like, wow, that is so powerful. Thank you, Jackson, for almost outlining all of that because some, it is hard for us um, to stop, to pause sometimes and just uh, take and just reflect on what it is that we've been able to do. Oh, it's, it's so powerful. And then I go back in the software and there's this creator studio thing. Like I didn't see the first time I was in there and I was like, I was like, all right, well, I'll just check this button now. Why not? You know, click the red button. Um, and it was more like the golden button I get in. <laughs> and now it's like pulling quotes, you know, for my podcast that, and like the ability to like, for the sound quotes to come out, like trimming my content. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just got like infinitely cooler. Um, like, and, and I know that as you guys continue to attract customers who appreciate the minimum viable product, which I would say is like a massive bite, um, you know, compared to what minimum traditionally is like, there's so many elements of bam, 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 bam value. And now you've added that too, as we continue to support you, the tool is just going to continue to get better. Um, and so with, with that said, um, I'm going to transition this question a little bit. What's your best experience in cap show been so far? Oh, wow. I mean, how do I get past what you just said? <laughs> right? Like that, I mean, at the end of the, cause the reason why we do all of those and we, that's the stuff that juice, juices us, you know, like, and um, we actually, and I think I was telling you this, like we actually do full day, what we call hackathons around how do we make this stuff happen? Like how do we focus on just delighting, um, delighting our, our Capshovians because we have like two core values at the end of the day. We just want our Capshovians to succeed and we want to delight them in the process. Like that is it. At the end of the day, it's like if we can just keep delivering on those two promises, we know that we're going to be able to impact people. We know that we're going to be able to have a successful business ourselves, but also our Capshovians are going to have 
find success for themselves too. Uh, and so it, like all of these it feels like it feels like micro moments, you know, when I speak to you, someone like you, Jackson, or when I speak to um, a Jerry or an Eric or um, a, a Laurie or, you know, all these people even that I met in person in at, at all these events and they're saying something similar or, you know, variations of that. And it's like that is actually the best feeling when, you know, we can say in our heads and, and feel in our hearts that we want to impact people but when people actually are like, no, for real, you've impacted us. Like that is the best, that's the best experience. Yes. All right. I love that. We we align very much on that reality. So with that said, you you brought up some of the people that that you've gotten to work with, you've gotten to impact, and you hosted somebody that was a ray of sunshine, super valuable. Uh, I regrettably only got to sit in on one and a half of the sessions. But the ones that I was in, Molly Mahoney and you threw mm. down some serious value bombs last week. I'm in the middle of Icon Maker Live. I'm actually in the middle of the airport trying to get a little bit of rest. But at the end, I'm like, no, I got to see this. Like, this lady's got something about her. And sure enough, it was just fire. And yes. it turns out two of the people who run Icon Maker Live have also worked with Molly. Oh, and right. so when I told them about the interactions, they were like, oh, my gosh, like, Molly's amazing. And I was mm -hmm. like, yep, triple validation. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, you know, you, you've got these amazing people that you've pulled into the circle to work with, and they provide insanely powerful training mm. to the Capshovian audience. Um, you know what? I'm going to jump ahead on this. What powerful lesson can other visionaries learn from you? Like, how about pulling together the strategic partners and putting them in the limelight? Let's just talk about that. Yeah. Um, what, how did you how did you uh, start pulling that together? And what's the future of pulling strategic partners in to help people, to help your audience grow? What's yeah, that like? I think I am. Um, uh, so having been a coach myself, um, I'll put that in inverted commas coach. I shouldn't. I'm like, I was, I was coaching for a period of time there. I yeah. realized that I don't love it. I don't, it's not my sure. natural, um, you know, yeah, it, it's not something that I just, I just loved doing. And so I knew that coming into this business and I wanted to, again, help Capshoving succeed, right? So that's like number one value point for us. And, but I also knew that if they were to succeed, it can't be me. Like, yes, I have a strategy. Um, and I think overall in terms of who I, you know, um, kind of bring forward to the Capshovians, they fit into that strategy in some way. Um, I knew though that I'm not the expert in all things and I will never profess to be, you know, I'm I, like, that's just not ever going to be a truth. And so I knew that I had to find the people who could be the experts in a lot more than me <laughs> that I can and a lot deeper as well. Um, you know, and so that's what, um, that's what I started doing. Um, and so I started really just creating these great relationships with people who, were just absolute rock stars in what it is they do, you know. So Molly, we did, we had the challenge and it's still, it's ending tomorrow, um, but it's a live stream repurposing bootcamp. Uh, you know, the month before that, so last month, we um, hosted Katie Brinkley, who is, has this amazing strategy around posting less on social media to grow more, which I'm like, well, who wouldn't want to do that, right? The month before that, um, we had someone who is part of the LinkedIn um, Podcast Academy talking about LinkedIn newsletters, the power of that, how to do that the right way. Um, now, the common thread is that everyone does use Capture because 
really what we want to bring to life is not just their strategy because yes like that is 100% first and foremost the thing that we want the Cap- our Capshovians to learn and to implement but you know just the way to implement it is through using Capshow um, so everyone who we've hosted are Capshovians themselves they use Capshow and what's been really really great and really powerful that I didn't even realize was just even in the different ways that they use Capshow uh, was so eye-opening that it starts to actually have um, Capshovians who go through these challenges realize that hey you don't need to be boxed into just like just because we tell you this is what you should be using as a, um, a social media caption it's like that's not the only thing that you can use you have to use it for you could use it even for your graphics put it on your carousel post put it on like there's so many different ways to think about the the content that capture creates and that's been one of the most amazing surprisingly surprising things that we've um we've been discovering out of these boot camps i love it and it makes sense i mean you've got you you basically have a better opportunity to vet those who are training as well because they're utilizing the tools that you have Um, And then there being an example of how to maximize our use cases with the tools that you're providing, which makes it that much easier for us to get the advantage out of the tool. So uh, I I do love that. And there's so much power as well in like, because I can go on all day about how great Capture is, right? (laughs) Like, I mean, we use it day in, day out, uh, but there's so much power in actually other people showing, you know, so again, if we're talking to other visionaries, to other business owners, like that at the end of the day is actually the greatest power. And I'm happy to take a step back and not be the one in the limelight. I'm happy to support others to show that because, um, and be the expert because at the end of the day, it's like, I've had to learn through my process, through the process as well as that there's, you know, like there's so much actually, I think more stock put into the the person that introduces a great person, a, a great, I'm saying person a lot, but okay. So I like, there's so much more that gets attributed, I think, to the person who can introduce really great people to surround yourself with rather than having to be the expert in all things. So Absolutely. that's kind of, that's, yeah, that's, that's the stance that I take. Do me a favor, Jaime. I dropped a, a link for you in the private chat, and this is the new features page coming out. And so this is no secret. We just there just hasn't been a, a reason to talk about it. Um, we're actually helping capture on some of the page optimizations. And so mm-hmm. this page hasn't been approved yet, um, but it is the new features page and it has some GIFs of how to utilize so the program. Cool. So I may pull up some of those GIFs so people can see the back end of, of Capshow and like it more or less how it looks to utilize and play with the platform once you're in. Um, Deidre, you remind me very much, and I don't say this lightly, and this is extremely profound for me. You remind me a lot of Jake Larson. Jake Larson is the founder of Video Power Marketing. Jake Larson is my favorite dad on the planet. Um, Jake Larson is probably him and LeBron James are the two most impactful people on me becoming more my authentic self and living within who I am. And I correlate you and him together because he's also not a coach. Um, You know, he has his niche aspect and yet he goes about living his life like the way that he's meant to live it. And the byproduct of being just such a well-centered leader is he's he connects to a lot of fantastic virtuous people and as i watched you with molly doing your thing on the show um you know your your best self coming out and i've seen you in different capacities i'm like oh yeah that is what really hits me about you is you're just super authentic 
Thank you. You just are. So (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to pull you into one other uh, awkward subject. Um, This is uh, the darkest of the darks. Um, And you may have hit on it earlier and that's what's your worst business experience ever. Yeah, I would definitely say um, the, yeah, when, when we realized uh, that we had been stolen from essentially um, because the money is one thing. I mean, that was a huge shock. It's like, you know, it's a lot of money, but I think it's a betrayal more than anything. You know, um, this was someone that we had helped really break into the industry. It was even someone that we were going to sponsor to stay you know, with a visa to stay in Australia, all of those, so mm-hmm. like it, we were, we had invested a lot of time and, and money. It was someone that we were actually positioning to become um, sort of the operations, the, the full, almost like a general manager of, you know, um, of our business. And so, you know, you can imagine um, <laughs> like what kind of almost like a slap in the face it felt like when I've been there. we discovered this. Yeah. Um, so that would probably be the worst that was the worst one. Well, I get it. I've been there. And uh, my mom too. Um, you know, my mom had a store, raised six kids running that store. Um, and she often, she didn't have people who could work for us outside of the city. There was very few opportunities. So she had to cut her losses in terms of allowing certain employees to steal from her, even though she knew it, because there wasn't another hiring option. Um, and she wanted to spend some time with her kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we as entrepreneurs, we make uh, we make incredible sacrifices and go through things that that aren't always easy to talk about, but they're important for people to realize that if you're going to play this game and empower people, sometimes the potential of what's there um, doesn't get fulfilled the mm-hmm. way that we we hope it will. So let's circle back to one more powerful lesson. What's another powerful lesson the visionaries can learn from your experience, Deidre? Oh, gosh. Okay. Maybe something that I haven't covered already. Um yeah. Yeah, I think something that I've I've had to grow into, um, and it and it kind of ties in with like even you know your comments, um, and and thank you for making them around authenticity and me realizing you know what it is that I bring to the world versus what I can help support others bring into the world, etc. Is this I've had this realization that it's okay to take up space. Um, I've always. I've just not, never been that kind of person, you know, growing up. It's everything to do with my personality, with my background, with my upbringing. Um, everything was just like I have to be this certain person, this certain mold, and, you know, I have to be quiet. I, I'm an introvert naturally. Um, I, you know, being of Asian ethnicity, it was very much like, you know, respect your elders, don't don't speak until you're spoken to. Like there's a, you know, there's a lot of those things that, you know, you just it just is – part of me um and so i had to learn coming more and more into who i was that it's okay to take up space um and this is especially and i say this you know not to like make this about a diversity thing but to women especially i think that's also something that we do struggle with at times is that we can deliberately sometimes make ourselves small because we don't feel like we're enough, we're good enough, whatever those stories are that run through our minds. Um, And so I had to break through a lot of them myself and be okay with, hey, this is me, this is who I am, and I'm going to take up space with this um, because it's important. And so, yeah, that's just something that I myself have personally had to break through. The wisdom and truth in what you just said, I hope um, male leaders recognize the opportunity to create that space more frequently because usually the best leaders in the room wait to speak until last. 
The problem is if you as a leader are not creating space for those best leaders, then a lot of times the most valuable wisdom gets buried or set aside. So I hope on both sides of the spectrum, we can make sure to do that. And it doesn't matter if it's male or female, feminine energy, masculine energy, the, the point being those who are waiting to speak. Um, you know, I, I hope that again, you step up and realize it's important that we hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And leaders like myself that are a bit more bulldozing in nature, <laughs> we need to take a step back and appreciate that. So thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Well, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Deidre, where can, um, where's the best place for people to connect with you personally? If somebody yeah. wants to reach out and find out more about your story and, and receive more inspiration. Yeah, I would actually say LinkedIn is the best place. Um, so I'm Deidre Shen, just my, my full name. It's the easiest. It's so easy to spell. So oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely no, find me there. But yes, it is. It is definitely hard. I, I have a trick. It's um, I before E except after D. Ah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Nailed yeah. it. So Deidre Shen and look her up on LinkedIn. We'll drop that in the show notes, of course. Um, and then uh, as far as Cap Show goes, uh, we do have an affiliate link that will drop mm -hmm. uh, as just part of the show as well. And it comes with a couple of free trial credits. And what that means is, again, don't go create your perfect episode. That's my biggest request of you. If I were to tell you, I don't like to tell people what to do. I like to invite people. But my invitation to you is go grab some past existing content that you already have. Go grab something that you've done that you knew you delivered well in the moment. Don't second guess yourself. Like just be appreciative of the value that you are. Upload it to Cap Show and start clicking as many buttons as you can. <laughs> just click, 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 click and see how it goes. Give it, give it the chance to show you how powerful it can be with producing content. That's what we did. That's what I did. Um, and I was like, hey, it's really cool. And I'm really glad that I had a team to be able to dive in there. If you have a virtual assistant who claims they can write copy, um, you probably know where I'm going with that. If you're in that boat already, uh, well, uh, don't make them write the copy. Just let them go in and, and click the buttons and get it ready for editing because it can save them so much time, which allows them to produce more results. And I just cannot tell you enough how valuable this tool is, but you got to get in there and see it. So you're going to go in for your free trial. You're going to put your credit card in. You're going to sign up for the opportunity to use it. And then do me a favor, maximize, do yourself a favor, maximize the community. Dive in and start participating. Go in and take the time. It's going to be hard. Maybe you have a lot of stuff scheduled this week. So what? Go in at night. And pay attention to what's being talked about in that community. Pay attention to what you can create. And once you have that catalog of information, then you can start sorting. What is the best post that came out of this? What are the best opportunities? It just, there's, it's like taking, it's like robbing a jewelry store and then just throwing <laughs> it all on a table and seeing, okay, in, in five minutes, what are the most important components I want to grab out of this? I'm like, that's what Cap Show does, but you didn't rob anybody. It's totally legal. It's your <laughs> own stuff. So super cool. So definitely get in there, use Cap Show, um, check it out. And Deidre, thank you so much for being on Vision Pros. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. This was an amazing uh, conversation. So thank you. Absolutely. For, for Vision Pros, you guys have a phenomenal week. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an excellent time building out 